Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with Kimberly Height for another In Her Year of Growth series interviews. Welcome, Kimberly. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Ah, me too. <laughs> we are recording this on June 14th, 2021. So it's been about 18 months that you've been in the Enchanted Circle. So tell us what is your manifested total that we're celebrating today? $216,705.93. Yay! <laughs> How does that feel? That's a big number. That is a huge number. Um, and I think I even like figured out the math. Like that would be like six to seven years working my old full-time job. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. How does that feel? In 18 months. Yeah. It feels One, it's kind of like surprising, but not surprising, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like sometimes I still pinch myself, but holy cow, this has been only 18 months and look at how much I've manifested. It's just amazing. Yes. I love it. Uh, and I'm going to throw a question that I didn't previously tell you. Okay. Uh, what would you say is a key to manifesting money? Honestly, it's my daily assignments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> I didn't know what your answer would be. So I love it. Tell us what you're yes, Tell us I, more. Um, so there are days where um, I could just randomly do something. But with this program, having the daily assignments really keeps me accountable, not just mm-hmm. to like the program, but to myself. And if I ever have questions of like, well, what do I do next? I just, I, I have to like set that down and I just go do my assignment. It's that easy. (laughs) Yes. I love it. And when you said random things in the beginning of your answer, I just want to clarify for our listeners. I think what you meant was I could, you know, create a vision board. I could appreciate money. I could write a list of things I want. Um, but it would be random, right? Yes. It would be random. I love that because you are in the, you're almost, um, you've almost completed manifest 10 K for the second time, right? Yes. Yeah. What's the biggest difference doing it the second time compared to the first time? Um, the first time I had no idea what to expect. Mm -hmm. Um, the second time it just kind of, um, reinforced what I learned going through the first time. Yeah. And it went deeper. And then I had a month where I manifested like over $91,000. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, it just gets better and better each time. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm going to ask this for listeners too. How do you, um, and again, I don't know what your answer will be. How do you, when you had that $91,000 month, do you just trust the process so much that you didn't, you didn't, um, make a deal of it if the next month wasn't 91,000 or did you have to work through that? Uh, Actually, no, Uh, 91,000 was fun. And I just trust that, I guess really I don't look at each month. I mean, I do when I'm doing my assignments, but now it's more of a trusting that, 
money's just flowing to me all the time, right. whether it's small amounts or big amounts. Yes. Yes. And so it's more of like, I count it all, which is what we work on. Mm-hmm. And then when those inspirations like, Oh, what, Oh, so what was this in a month, you know, or it just happens that the dates line up with the assignments in a month and you're like, Oh, that was 91,000 in a month. You just celebrate that more. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. I love it. All right. Well, what's been the biggest aha or growth since our last interview? Um, so I wrote this out. Um, as I grow, things that I thought I'd overcome have kind of bubbled up. Um, I thought, why am I going back to my old ways? Um, yes. <laughs> I thought I dealt with this shit. Why is it coming back? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I actually brought it to a call, a coaching call. And Kathy explained it to me in a way that made total sense. So Um, The old was bubbling up to flow out because I was filling myself with new ways of doing things. Now, I'm sure you said it in a a much better (laughs) way than I did. And that's not actually like verbatim, but that was a huge like aha for me to know that it's okay if that old stuff kind of comes to the surface. It's because I'm growing. Yes. And I get Uh, to choose if it's true anymore. (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right. So let's break this down for listeners, okay. just things that you thought you'd overcome. And I don't remember them at this time and exactly what they were. And if you do great, we can share it. If not, it doesn't matter. Um, but it was just things you thought you had been through, right? These thoughts, this feeling about, you know, and it probably had something to do with not being good enough. Cause I think this comes up at every level of growth because you grow in and you're like, yeah, I'm worthy of that. And then all of a sudden you start growing into this newer version and something inside is like, Oh, but I'm worth all that extra. Am I worth even more than what I already have, which is amazing. Right? Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And, and we, for me, the perfectionism it was what really came through. Um, just to put a label on what was coming up, like, am I good enough to do what I want to do. Yes. And, and so I think, um, tell me if I'm wrong, like the perf, it was, am I good enough? And then the thing is I have to be perfect. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so what's coming up again, right? When you have learned the lesson, I don't have to be perfect. I can show up and I am good enough. I am worthy. Um, and then there was some judgment about why am I worried about if I'm worthy or if I'm perfect, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which happens for people. This happens. And then there gets into this judgment of, I should be so far along. This shouldn't come up. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I will say whether you're 18 months in or a year into doing the work or, um, you know, seven, eight years more like me of doing this work consistently, um, it comes up because it's a new level and it's okay. It's okay for that to bubble up, to flow out like Kimberly had mentioned. And it does get, I will say it does get easier to catch myself. And if I don't, I have a place where I can go where Cassie catches me. Yes. I love that. Talk about that. Like how does catching yourself play into this growing and letting things go and being okay with it? Um, so like when I first started, um, I, I didn't necessarily catch myself. Like I was still doing, I was doing the same things, expecting different results. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> that never works, by the way. Um, and so this time around catching myself, I would catch that I was doing something. But I, I because I had a judgment, I wasn't able to like stop it immediately. Mm-hmm. And by being able to bring it to a call and have that gentle reminder, I'll say gentle because you just kind of pretty much like, well, what do you want? <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> what are you choosing? Um, and so it, it actually makes me feel more powerful now knowing and remembering that, oh yes, I have a choice because before yes. I didn't recognize that I had a choice. Right. Like we, I guess we've always, we're always kind of told that, well, you can always make a different decision or make, you know, decide something else, but I don't think I really believe that. Right. And I don't think it's taught in like a moment to moment type basis. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, you can make a different choice about maybe your career. Some people don't even like say that, but it's not like, oh, you can make a choice about a different thought right now in this moment. I love that. All right. What's the coolest piece of evidence that you've gathered since our last interview? Um, I may have mentioned this already, but the coolest piece of evidence is that my husband is getting his pilot's license. Um, And we've had some really amazing conversations about like where he would fly us. And then I'm like, I'd have my own personal private pilot to fly me to Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, And then um, it was just fun to have those types of conversations because it's like, it, it's happening. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. he's literally flying an airplane. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. And he gets to start taking people with him soon, even though he's still training, right? Someone can yes. ride with him. Yeah. It's um, special circumstances because mm-hmm. our son's coming home from Alaska, but um, yeah. And something else that was really cool is my sister's like, she called me up. She was in a panic. Um, and my niece is in a dance competition. She made it to nationals. Amazing. Well, my sister's in a wedding that same day. She, so, so she calls me up and she's like, Hey, she's like, can Josh come to Lima, pick me up, fly me to Cincinnati, fly me back to Lima. So, <laughs> and then fly back to Lancaster. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and he would love to do it, but he can't. Just the, that was just a fun conversation of, right. Hey, somebody wants you to fly them somewhere. And yes. Yeah. So that was fun. Cause it's a real possibility that might not be lined up timing wise now, but it's a real yes. thing. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, so one of the things that I know that has grown and shifted for you over the past month, like the biggest change is really becoming the woman that you want to be. And what you've said, um, you know, is that is being an artist and a coach is becoming more real. Um, And that you really, and that doing those things, living your best life. And before you knew what it was, you kind of had this idea, but you didn't know what it was like to be her. Tell us more about that. Um, Well, (laughs) I think we've mentioned this before, but I thought in order to be creative or crafty, I had to own a studio. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I did all the things that I, you know, I, I thought would get me from point A to point B. Yeah. Um, and never really thought about who the woman was, who was an artist or right. what she looked like and what she did. And, um, you know, I, I mentioned that I was a life coach before and it, you know, I, I didn't know what being a coach meant 
or how to be a coach, I should say, (laughs) like what that future self looks like. And now I get to see her more and more often. That's amazing. And that's really fun. (laughs) Yeah. What is the biggest, one of the biggest ways that she shows up as an artist, would you say? One of the biggest ways? I don't, did we ask this in the? No. I don't think so. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One of the biggest ways she shows up is that um, I've been doing things that normally I wouldn't have attempted in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm doing digital art, which I never thought I would do. Yes. It was one of those things where I don't know how to to use that stuff. (laughs) Yes. um, And now it's like she shows up and I know how to do things. And if I don't know, the solution shows up. Yes. I want to clarify for our audience because I know what you're saying, but what you're saying is when she shows up, you know how to do things, which doesn't mean like going to learn. It means literally your brain fires or you see the way to do it, or it's not complicated or it's not hard. Like you thought it was in the past. It's easy. And if you don't know exactly how to do it, the answer of how to do it is easy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. That's amazing. And it's so future self. And this has been happening for you for since after the first workshop where all of a sudden, you know, you sit down and you do it because, oh, she just comes through and she knows how to do it. And sometimes I, I honest, honestly, I don't necessarily recognize immediately Mm -hmm. that she's come through. Mm, Yes, I get it. So it's, it's so natural. Yeah. It's not like I'm looking for her and waiting for her to show up. She just does. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Talk to us about letting go and how you've been learning that and putting it into practice to recently. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> um, I think we talked about this on the last interview, um, like feeling my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I really got it then. And recently within the last two weeks, the letting go has really like been a huge thing. Yes. <laughs> um, so I was, um, I entered a, a teacher challenge in for Skillshare. Yeah. And I got all my videos ready and uploaded them, hit publish, was so excited. And then I get this email. Um, yeah, your class has been closed, your audio, they didn't say it sucked, but basically. <laughs> 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 So I was like, but this was supposed to be easy. Yeah. And so um, I brought it to a call and your, my issue at that point was I couldn't get my microphone to work. Mm-hmm. So um, you told me um, I get what I want. And when I, when I get what I want, there's a, always a solution. Mm-hmm. Well, the solution, my microphone arrived in time and I thought, okay, great. I got this. Well, then the videos, I uploaded them all and by accident deleted five of them when I only meant to delete one. And so I pushed and pushed for three days to get this class published. And then I was like, wait a minute, this isn't easy. This isn't fun. What do I want? I want to be a Skillshare teacher. And so I had to set down what I was pushing against. And so I haven't picked up. I haven't emailed them. I haven't said anything because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter when I publish. I just know that I will. Mm -hmm. I just had to stop pushing. Yes. And I'm not inspired to pick it up. 
Um, that was last Thursday. I set it down finally. Mm -hmm. And I literally worked on it for three days for hours. Yes. And um, yeah. So letting go. (laughs) (laughs) And here I thought I'd already learned it. Right. I even Uh, brought it to a call and I felt so much better. And then I still pushed for three days. Yeah. Awesome. I'm glad you've put it down. Well, let's switch gears and talk about um, your best manifestations over the last month, which I know I love this one. um, A fireplace entertainment center for the basement. Tell us about that. (laughs) Okay. So I actually had, I had put two um, fireplace entertainment centers on my manifest 10K list. Mm -hmm. And um, I found the one I wanted and then went to the store and we're like, yeah, this isn't, this wasn't what I wanted. It looked great in the picture, but it wasn't what I wanted. Well, then right around that time, Zachary was working a construction job and he was offered a fireplace entertainment center (laughs) for free. He just had to go pick it up. I'm like, of course he was. Right. Um, And so he's like, mom, do you want me to put it in? Because we have our our basements divided in half. So he has one half and we kind of use the other one as a, right now it's just like a craft catch-all room. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he's, I'm like, Zach, you can put, I just wanted it for the basement. I wasn't really specific. I just thought it would be a cool thing to have in the basement. Yeah. He got fireplace entertainment center for free for the basement. That's amazing. It's like the easiest thing ever. I'm like, man, I'm like, I need to tell Zachary everything I'm a manifest and this because <laughs> I tell him something and then he comes home and says something. It's just so fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, tell us about manifesting one-on-ones. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, so I, I wanted one-on-ones with Cassie. I still want one-on-ones with Cassie and um, I got to the, you told me to go fill out the questionnaire and I got to this question. I'm like, well, why do you want one-on-ones? So I had this really weird like reaction. I'm like, because I want her all to myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a judgment about that. And, um, then we talked about that and I'm allowed to want what I want just because I want it. No explanations. Well, then we were on a coaching call and, or coach training. And I'm like, Cassie. I'm like, I'm getting one-on-ones with you right now. I have you all to myself in coach training. I got exactly what I wanted. And it took me about two weeks to realize that. I think you noticed long before I did. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because the way training works out and because it's the first one, really you're it it's one-on-one and we're doing our calls just together. So, and they're longer, you know, one-on-ones with me are 15 minutes, but you're getting an hour. So that's awesome. So spoiled. I get what I want. <laughs> always, <laughs> always, always. I love it. Um, and then I love this. Um, your son Dylan's new car. Like, tell us about that yes. really quickly. Um, so my son Dylan is fifteen. He'll be sixteen in August, and he's been bugging for months. Mom, when are you gonna look for a car? Have you looked for a car yet? What kind of car are you looking at? I mean, like all the questions. And I, I said, well, yeah, I kind of looked, you know. And then I'm like, Dylan. I'm like, your car's out there. It just hasn't shown up yet. (laughs) And then I just kind of let it go. (laughs) And we were at a graduation party. And one of the kids that had graduated with my son, Zachary, was talking about his car and all the things he's done to it, some of the things that were wrong with it. And he was selling it. My ears perked up. I'm like, oh. And so I said, well, how much are you selling it for? It's like $1,500. And 
that he again went into all these details. And so I looked at Bill and I said, are you interested in this? He's like, yeah. I was like, cool. So we went home the next day. We called him up. We met at the park. He drove it, test drove it in the parking lot. And I said, well, what's your best, you know, what's your lowest price? He said, well, just make me an offer. And I said, well, all right, I'll get back to you. And we left. And I had a number in mind. So we got home and I talked to Dylan some more and we offered 1250. He said, yes. The next day, his mom sent me a text and said, hey, I'm at the BMV. Um, I can go ahead and have the title notarized. So I'm like, great. Well, then we meet up. We changed the cash for the title. And um, she put that it was, a, we, they sold it to us for $100. Awesome. <laughs> the next day I went and got tags and the everything. And literally Saturday afternoon by Tuesday, it was fully like it was ours in our name and everything for $1,250. That's amazing. And so easy. <laughs> and so easy. Oh, I love I didn't it. Didn't scroll like Facebook marketplace for hours or, you know, any of the ads, nothing. So this came to us. Amazing. It showed up. <laughs> it just showed up. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you all for joining us. Thank you. And thank you, Kimberly, for sharing this moment in your journey with us. Make sure to come back and check out what else is awesome in Kimberly's life next time. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Law of Attraction Manifesting Success Stories show. To learn how to attract more money into your life, go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book, Manifest $10,000.